in their last game before the All-Star break, the Seattle Kraken were shut out on the road by the San Jose Sharks. Dave, should we be worried? We can turn it into fire. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys, we, we lost the hockey game. We're disappointed. Uh, the fact is, over the last 23 games, we've dug ourselves out of a deep hole. We've put ourselves in a spot where we come back. Uh, and over the next 32 games, in reality, we, we, we control our own destiny. Yes, indeed, they do control their own destiny. But they kind of did earlier in the season. Let's talk about some quick stats and facts. We'll get you some notes and quotes to put this one into context. All that coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to a late night episode of Locked on Kraken, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where we bring you your favorite team every single day. My name is Erica L. Ayala. I am your host of Locked on Kraken. I also am a contributor to CBS Sports, where I write about women's basketball and hockey. And I'm also the founder of Black Rosie Media, a platform created to empower black women and melanated creators in sports media. Now, you might see I've got a different backdrop. That is real. That is downtown Toronto behind me. And you should follow the Locked On NHL account, especially our shorts, our YouTube shorts, because I'm going to have some pretty fun stuff from the 2024 NHL All-Star Weekend as part of a pretty fun thing I've got going on. But I'll tell you about that over on the Locked On NHL show, so make sure you're following. Whoa, okay, lots to get into, but honestly, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. I uh, thought I was going to go to sleep, get some rest. You know, I traveled today, so I did not watch the game live. I was like, I'll watch it when I wake up early in the morning, get my things done, get ready to come to Toronto. I fell asleep feeling good, feeling great, feeling, you know, woke up well-rested. And, you know, the first sign should have been that the, the social media streets were pretty quiet. I thought the social media streets were pretty quiet, but you know, all right, I wasn't really looking for anything necessarily. And then I saw, I watched the game, I watched my recording on Fubo TV, and I saw that not only did we get shut out, but nobody scored until the third period. So I, I, I got some things to say. First, let me let you know today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If you're if your bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on to get started. We'll talk more about FanDuel. Woo! I hope some people made some money on the San Jose Sharks. And I told you yesterday, and I know the Twitter streets or the X streets, whatever, social media was a little bit concerned. Is this a trap game? If you listen to the show, if you're an everyday or an OG, or you know, I don't really believe in trap games. Ah, I mean, I get it. I get what that's saying, but I believe in taking control. That is not what the Seattle Kraken did. I played a little clip from Dave Haxtell 
uh, you know, he was asked if there's any concern. I'm going to play it again just so you can hear how Dave is feeling after this game. guys to dwell on this over the next week and turn it into fire? <laughs> no. no, no. You guys, we, we lost the hockey game. We're disappointed. Uh, the fact is, over the last 23 games, we've dug ourselves out of a deep hole. We've put ourselves in a spot where we come back. Uh, and over the next 32 games, in reality, we, we, we control our own destiny. So, no. No. Uh, guys need to get away they need to take a break uh that would be different i'd feel differently about that if we had looked past this one tonight we didn't uh they played their tails off on the other side tonight they defended hard their goaltender made good saves um and and they got uh, they got the first break offensively our guys our guys worked hard tonight we've worked extremely hard over the last couple of months uh digging in and doing some good things to put ourselves in a position like i said where we uh, we meet back on uh, february the Eighth to uh, you know to touch the ice for the first time uh, before we play on the tenth, um, and it's going to be you know it's it's a sprint to the finish from there. It's a 32 game um, playoff hunt, and for that you know I want our guys to you know watch this pretty quickly, uh, get a little bit of rest, and come back with a great mindset. So there you go. That's what Dave had to say. There are things that I agree with wholeheartedly. <laughs> like this team needs some rest. I agree with that. I, I couldn't agree more that this team needs rest. Joey Decord needs rest, and we'll hear from him later on the show. There are also some things that I disagree with. You know, he, he says, we lost a hockey game. We're disappointed. Sure. Why wouldn't you be? A team that, as we talked about on yesterday's episode, on paper, they should be able to beat, and they didn't do it. That being said, this was... Per Allison Lucan's post-game analysis, both goaltenders on both sides gave us a quality start. And, I mean, that's that's it. You're going to hear from Joey. I'm just going to, spoiler alert, you know, he says that's NHL hockey, baby. But, you know, you look at quality start on both sides. Uh, goals saved above expected 2.5. have yourself a night. That's beautiful. I mean, at some point, you just got to clap it up. At some point, you just got to respect it. It just sucks that it happened to us. And honestly, the San Jose Sharks understood the assignment because they had to play. They're playing as I'm recording. They knew They had to go get a win, and that's what they did. You heard Dave also say he felt that his team didn't look past. He said, I'd feel different if I felt the guys looked past this game. And that's what we heard in postgame as well. Nobody felt that that there was a lack of effort. And that's what makes these types of losses frustrating, but also putting it within the context of, as Dave said, digging a hole. I mean, it's understandable why people are upset. I saw people, you know, a little bit later into the night slash morning here on the East Coast, even though I was in the U.S. at the time, saying, oh, like, stop with the doom and gloom tweets. And, you know, I I, I think there is a balance between calling everything that's critical doom and gloom and everything that is positive Pollyanna. I think that there's a little bit of extremism, sure, on both sides. And I think that we too often as a social media hockey community are parsing and nitpicking. 
There can be multiple things that are true at the same time. It is true that Mackenzie Blackwood had an amazing game for the San Jose Sharks. It is also true that Joey Decord also had a good game for the Seattle Kraken. Maybe not as fantastic as some of what we saw Blackwood do. Again, 2.5 goals over expected. Joey Decord also saved, uh, let me go back to it. Yes, he saved 0.5 goals over expected. So still doing more than, again, what the analytics say he was supposed to do, which is what I was worried about. But again, we'll hear from Joey Decord um, a little bit later. But, you know, I, I think that we have to put this into proper context. And that's what I want to do in the next segment. I'm going to give you what I'm calling a dose of reality, people. A dose of reality. I don't want to sugarcoat this and I don't want to harp on, on things. It's got to be somewhere in the middle. It's got to be somewhere in the middle because... It goes back to why I've been loving what Eberly has been saying. You can appreciate that the Kraken worked hard and quite honestly say that they still have to find a way to work harder. I mean, that's the truth. That's where we're at. We're going to look at the standings. I'm going to give you some, some uh, stats here from the Seattle Kraken, regardless of who we're playing, that are very troubling. And so I can appreciate why Dave wants to defend his guys after that performance. But there's some of these, these stats, these season stats, that if we don't figure out, we're going to start looking at games against San Jose. We're going to start looking at games against Columbus, Chicago. And those are the games that are going to pop out on the schedule when we had an opportunity, statistically speaking, and for whatever reason, we couldn't find our best version of hockey. And is that uh, is that fair for this San Jose game? We're going to talk about it. That's coming up on today's episode of Locked On Kraken. I mean, I'm I'm worked up. I'm not I'm not mad, but I'm definitely excitable. We're going to talk about it coming up on Locked On Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken, as I mentioned earlier, is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. I mean, we know that it is a lot of eyes on football. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And if you're like a lot of people, the Super Bowl and Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. And uh, FanDuel is the place where you can do it all. Uh, it has so many ways for you to end the season with a W and the football, the NFL football season with a W or two or three. That's because not only can you bet on the game outright, but you can also look at bets for which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored in the game, and so much more. New customers, if you join today, you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5, five bucks, five smackaroos, uh, Cinco dólares. <laughs> if your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the National Football League. Uh, you know, be safe. Be smart. Happy betting. 
Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily destination. Erica L. Ayala here. Had a little bit of a hiccup with my travel and check-in, so we're coming to you. Uh, it's late here on the East Coast, but uh, I'm in Toronto. It's a beautiful backdrop that you'll be seeing for the next few days here. But uh, I said in the first segment that I wanted to talk about some things. Uh, you know, uh, we got to get real. This is the dose of reality. This is the dose of reality coming, folks. I hope you're ready for it. Yes, I agree that it's fair to say that the the Kraken worked hard. It's fair to say that this was a disappointing loss, a shutout. Both things are are fair to say. It's also fair to say, babes, that the Seattle Kraken got to get it together. It's time. Let, let, Let me... um run through some some facts before we hear from from Joey Dax, okay? We've had 14 overtime games this season. Uh that's before, I should say these are actually the stats before yesterday's game. Uh so going into yesterday's game, we were 4 and 10 in overtime games. So that's got nothing to do with San Jose, babes. That's got nothing to do with San Jose. 4 and 10. So yeah, yesterday you lose a hockey game, it's disappointing, you want to turn the page, get some vacation time. But again, these are the stats before yesterday's game, 4-10 and in OT. One goal games, we've played, uh, let's see, what is this, 22? 22 one goal games, 9-3-10, and 9-3-10. and in OT. This is something that usually when we have our game day episodes, I recap for you. When the Seattle Kraken are trailing after the first period, again, before yesterday's game, we are 2 9 and 4. 2 9 and 4. When we're trailing in the second. When we're trailing. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get it together. I'm, I'm probably gonna leave that in the edit. We'll see. Ooh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, this is because it's not funny. I'm just I'm it, I'm traumatized by looking at this. When we are trailing by, when we are trailing after the second period, we are one sixteen and three. We are 1, 16, and 3. Shootout record. 1 and 4. So, yeah, yesterday's game in, in, in a silo, separated from the 49 games before it, yes, it was one loss. We lost a hockey game. It's disappointing. But you know what else is disappointing? These stats, these stats are disappointing for a team that somehow – it is is like I said, it's like Mufasa, like trying to hold on to that ledge. And then we are simultaneously Mufasa and Scar because we just want to let it go. Fun, fast, four checking, early start. We got to add an E in there. The, you know, the three F's and an E. 
Start on time, boys. Start on time. The offense has to come. The offense has to come. I talked about Jeff Baker's talking about it. Allison from Davy Jones Locker Room had a fantastic thread you should check out talking about a lot of the implications, what we might see Ronnie Francis do come March 8th. I'm going to get into that a little bit and just take some nuggets because honestly, I really just think you should check out her thread. And, and a lot of it's things that I've been talking about. Where's the offense coming from? You know, folks in the comments want to get on me about not being in love with Andre Burakovsky. Show me the money. Show me the money. The Quan. And in this case, to remix Jerry Maguire, the movie, not the actual character, because that was not Jerry Maguire that said that. Anyway, the point is, to remix that, show me the goals. Show me the goals. Show me you're healthy. Gosh, we got to get healthy. And I know. Trials, tribulations, we've seen it all. Can't be an excuse. It cannot be an excuse to start on time. Huh? Basically, when we... I should have pulled the stats when we were tied. I can do that real quick. When we are tied going into the third period, or tied after the second period, excuse me, it's the same thing. It's, it's just semantics. Before last games, before last game, excuse me, three, two, and three. So, okay. You know, I guess that the, the, uh, that falls into a better category. But again, the point is, Control your own destiny. You've heard the guys been talking about it. Dave's been talking about it. We want to believe that this is a team that can control its own destiny, but you got to show me the money. And it's not happening right now. And these stats that I read to you, to me, those are indicative of areas where they got to show us the money. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. As the late, great, Notorious B.I.G. once said, give me the loot. Show me the money. Show me the goals. Show me that you're going to take this seriously. How can you be proud of these numbers? It's 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 like a formula on how to beat the Seattle Kraken. Just don't let them score first. Because we cannot, statistically speaking, forge a comeback. Not one that's strong enough. And some of these OT losses, we relinquished the lead. Mm-hmm. So it's simultaneously that we have to start on time, but we also have to learn how to close a game. We got to learn how to close a game. Uh, I, I kind of ranted a little longer than I wanted to. So coming up in the next segment of Locked on Kraken, what do we need to see between now and March 8th? And I want you to hear from Joey Decord, him talking about his usage. I love that uh, Piper Shaw asked about it. So we'll get into that coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily destination. Make sure you also checked out, check out Locked on Sports today. We uh, have our experts from all around on the 24-7 streaming channel, the first 24-7 streaming channel dedicated to sports, uh, and it's right here on Locked on. I mentioned that I'm going to be doing some extra little YouTube shorts 
for Locked On NHL. I'm also going to pop in, maybe give you some bonus content here and over there regarding the All-Star Weekend. Now, I'm here on a special trip. Again, I'll tell you in some of that bonus content. And if you follow me personally on, uh, if you're looking at the screen, hi, screen, hi YouTubers, uh, uh, YouTube viewers, check that out at Black Rosie Media. That's where you want to follow uh, to see what I've got going on in case you, you're not heading over to YouTube shorts, but I think you should do that. Okay. I, I want you to hear from Joey because, you know, I talked about it yesterday and uh, listen, the guy, the guy is doing great work for us. He really is, but uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Here's what Joey Dax had to say after the game. Yeah, I thought we played great. Um, generated a lot of offense, carried most of the play. Um, their goalie played unreal. And, uh, you know, sometimes a goalie of that caliber can do that. So, um, you know, he stole a game for them tonight. And you've been playing a ton of hockey lately, obviously. I know you always want to play, but what have you thought about the load that you've been carrying in general lately leading up to this break? It's been great. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Um, I love being in net. I love being um, part of the team and um, going out to battle with them every single night. So um, I've enjoyed it a lot. And, um, you know, it's been a lot of fun and just trying to keep it rolling and, and be as consistent as I can for the boys. How valuable is this break right now for this group? Yeah, I think it comes at a good time. I mean, it's been um, a whirlwind of a season. We've had ups, we've had downs, we've had winter classic, you know, so many little things here and there, um, you know, a lot of injuries and guys being sick. So this will be a good chance for everyone to just hit the reset button and, um, you know, clear clear our minds a little bit and come in focused and fresh for the, uh, the stretch run. Personally, goalies love to get in a groove, get in the zone, but are you, um, does... Are you looking forward to the break? To time? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be good. I mean, there's positives and negatives to everything, right? Um, I think for myself personally, yeah, I played a ton of hockey. Um, so it'll be good to just recharge the batteries a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's pretty, I would say, you know, it's tough physically, but it's, it's the hardest part is just mentally every single night bringing the same level of consistency. And, um, you know, for myself personally, I'm, I'm really happy with um, how they've been able to do that so far. Um, so to have a little break here will be nice and um, come back uh, fired up and ready to go. I mean, that's that's what we want to see from Joey. I think he's got the right mindset. Um, and he's, he's admitting that it's exhausting, but uh, he said it before. He kind of likes that. I do think, though, that I, I mean, talked about it yesterday. If you want to know how I feel about it, check out yesterday's episode, and we'll talk about this a little bit more. But I want to get us to Allison Ballard had a really great thread on um, – on, on Twitter slash X. And, and uh, it was a question that she was asked about trade deadline and things like that. Uh, like myself, Allison believes that Ronnie Francis is going to be active. I've been saying it <laughs> since the end of last season. I wanted to, us to, to be active in free agency every day or as OGers. You know this. I've been wanting to see us active in free agency. That didn't happen. Not really. Not really. Uh, so I said, if if things don't go our way by the trade deadline, we're going to make some moves. And I also mentioned it in passing yesterday. We don't have as much uh, stock. Uh, I, I, when I say stock, I want to be specific. We don't have as much salary cap reserves um, as we had in the past to play with. And so, uh, you know, 
Allison talks about Francis being vague in a recent interview with Mike Benton saying he'd be assessing needs, quote, health-wise, team-wise, and chemistry-wise to decide if a move would need to be made. Of course, a lot of people um, thinking about Eberly, uh, Justin Schultz, Alexander Wenberg, even thinking about maybe some prospects that, that could be moved who are our pending unrestricted free agents. But with Eberly playing the way he is, especially with McCann and Tatar, does that change things? Could we find value added? Um, you know, it's an interesting, it's definitely an interesting thread. I think you should check it out. A lot of what we've been talking about here on the show, Allison hits on. I guess we just got to wait and see. But overall, yes, her summary is we need to get healthy. And we need scoring. Show me the money. The Quan. The Quan. Show me the money. Score. I need I need goals. We need goals. We need goals if we if we have a, if we want to have a chance. But what realistically is this season gonna look like? Do we have enough right now to make a push? I think we have more time than we did last year, but you look at the standings right now, the Seattle Kraken still holding on in that uh, five spot, Vancouver, Vegas, Edmonton, and LA ahead of us in the division, the flames on our heels. Uh, They're at 49 points. We can't slide. We cannot slide below the flames who just made a move as a matter of fact. And then you've got the ducks and the sharks, but (laughs) we lost to the sharks. So, you know, that's not a guarantee. Uh, Let's go to the wild card. It's the same old song. It's what I said yesterday. Same teams. We've got LA St. Louis and Nashville ahead of us. Nashville at 54 uh, points. Same as St. Louis. LA has 56, but again, they have games in hand. I, I actually haven't talked about this recently, but I know I've been seeing it on, you know, the interwebs. We talked about this earlier in the season, but it's another point to make. We're chasing teams that have more games left to play than we do. So, yeah, it, we're in the driver's seat, but, like, when are we going to start driving the car? When are we going to turn the ignition, baby? When are we going to do that? What is it going to take? I mean, that's basically my rant. I'm going to get ready to give you amazing content here in Toronto. So check out Locked on NHL first and foremost. And then also you can follow me at Black Rosie Media. Hey, yes, Dave's right. This is, uh, it's a loss. It's, it's disappointing. It's a loss. And Dave, we've been down this road. So what's going to change coming out of the All-Star break? That's the big question. What's going to change? Is it going to be personnel? Is it going to be systems? Is it going to be mentality? It probably has to be all three. Uh, not to mention staying healthy and showing me the money. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to one another. Hold fast. We got to hold fast. We got to stay true. It ain't over till it's over, Rock. But uh, yeah, we got to let's go, Kraken. Let's go, Kraken. See a little, it's a different emphasis. I'm sure you picked that up. Anyway, it's a different emphasis. Not like, let's go Kraken, but like, let's go Kraken. Now's the time. Show them what you're made of. Let's do it. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.